Axis Mundi. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. You're listening to an irreverent podcast. Visit irreverent.fm for more content from our amazing lineup of creators. Welcome to Straight White American Jesus. My name is Brad Onishi, faculty at the University of San Francisco. Our show is hosted in partnership with the CAP Center at UCSB. And I have a return guest with me today, someone who uh, I'm really excited to talk to about an event that has gone under the radar thus far, and that is Dr. Brian Kaler. So, Brian, thanks for joining me. Hey, it's great to be back. Thanks. Let me tell people about you before we get going. You were here a little while back, but folks don't remember. You're an author and journalist. Uh, the editor-in-chief of Warden Way, which is a, a Christian media company in Missouri, somebody who's published four books on religion and politics, including Vote Your Principles, Party Must Not Trump Principles. You're somebody who works quite a lot in the Baptist world, and the Baptist world that, as we've talked about on our show many times, includes uh, folks who really see uh, freedom of religion as part and parcel of the freedom from religion and, and really working to uh, keep our government free from religion so that we can have, uh, among other things, the freedom of religion. And so you've written for publications uh, like the Washington Post, the Boston Globe, CNN, Houston Chronicle, and many, many others. Today, we're here to talk about something that's a little bit distressing. And that's an article that you wrote with Bo Underwood that's about a worship rally that uh, none other than Sean Foyt would like to have on 9-11 which is right now, and he wants to do that to remember the, th those who lost their lives, those who were hurt in the attack, the injury it did to the United States. Maybe, but principally, it seems he wants to have a 9-11 rally in order to pray, and pray for and honor former President Donald Trump. So uh, there's a lot to unpack here. Let me just um, start by asking this. I, I think a lot of us are numb, Brian. I think I think we've just endured so many affronts to American norms, American democracy, so many egregious sort of just beyond the pale attacks and rhetoric that when you, I'll, I'll be honest, I think there's people out there that are like, you know, I saw a headline. It said Sean Foyt was going to have a rally for Donald Trump on 9-11. And it almost feels like just another day in 2022 United States. Would you just help us kind of remember why this should just be so offensive to every person who lives in this country and cares about the memory of 9-11? Yeah, and I, that's a great question because I think you're right. You're identifying something that is a problem that is easy to just be like, oh, my goodness, all of this is crazy. And I'm just I can't handle any more of it. And so we, we, we have to force ourselves to remember what it's supposed to be like, right? You know, to not accept all of the crap as if this is just normal because it's not. And sometimes that is hard to remember that this is not normal. This is not, this is weird. I mean, 
9-11, it really is one of those markers of like, this is where you remember where you were. And for our generation, it was particularly a marker that defines how we see the world. I mean, it, it shifted millennials. I was in college at the time that it happened as among the oldest millennials. It shifted us and some went one direction politically, some went another direction politically, but it had an impact on all of us. And we remember where we were when we when we saw the news and we saw it unfolding. And it was also that moment of it brought the American people together. Now, I mean, there was some there was obviously some you know anti-Muslim discrimination, some Islamophobia and some other things. But the, in general, the celebrations are the, the recognitions, the the commemorations of this anniversary have been moments of unification beyond partisan identification. So we have seen each year since then that the living presidents, all of them who are healthy, uh, there's been times when, you know, former president, uh, now the late George H.W. Bush, when he wasn't well, and Jimmy Carter more recently because of illness, haven't been able to attend publicly. But all of the living presidents have come together each year on this date to remember and to mark the solemn occasion. So that's the way it's supposed to be. This is supposed to be an event that, that we unite around, that we come together and reflect on. And so then when we get something like this, which is in some ways a, a kind of a follow-up of last year, but taking it to the next level. So last year, then former president Donald Trump didn't show up at the commemoration in New York City with all of the other living presidents, other than Carter, who wasn't able to attend because of health reasons. He instead, we talked last time about the Unification Church. He sent in some video greetings to the Unification Church for September 11th event. Uh, and then he also spoke via via video to Sean Foyt's event in D.C. So Foyt did this last year as well. And this is what Trump chose to do. But this year, the framing of the event is so much different. And I know I've, I've talked a lot here, but I, maybe we should really set this up because, I mean, the first time I saw the graphic and it has in big words, pray. And this is from Foyt's ministry. And then it says, pray for America, pray for President Trump. And I was like, what in the world for September 11th event at the U.S. Capitol reflecting pool? Pray for America, pray for President Trump. I mean, one, there's a little bit of that election denialism, I think, going on yeah. in there. Right. And, and you know. Why, why is it not pray for President Biden? Or why is it like, well, why is this? We're going to go like, you know, all, all like Romans 13 and, you know, and Timothy about, you know, praying for kings and those in authority. Like, why are we not praying for the current guy? But even then, like that wouldn't really be the focus. The, the pray for America like that, that I get like that would be traditional. But this pray for President Trump language as if he's the focus of 9-11 is is bizarre, even if we put aside Trump's horrible record when it comes yeah. to dishonoring 9-11. Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode, you'll have access to the entire Swag archive, over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month, ad-free listening, Discord access, and so much more. All that for less than six bucks a month, and it helps us keep our flag up and continue to safeguard democracy from religious nationalism, extremism, and rising authoritarianism. Check it out. It's not hard, I promise.